Gene Dickinson. You've got Alyssa Young. I've got to adjust that just a little bit. Welcome to, uh, gosh, what a gorgeous day. It's beautiful outside. Perfect. The first words out of Alyssa's mouth <laughs> when she got out of the car. Isn't it gorgeous? <laughs> oh. I said we should be doing the show outside. I would uh, love that. Come on, John. Let's take everything outside. This we'll be right be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Bundle up that engineering board over there and uh, drag it up. I'll help you carry it. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Uh, we used to be out and around a lot, but things have changed, and we're in the studio more than maybe we wish. Well, let's crack a window and see if we can... Mm. Yeah, fixed window. When you're 67 stories up, they don't really want you to have those windows open. <laughs> so welcome to More Than Money. If you're a loyal listener, you know exactly how this works. We, um, we give you three different ways to join us. We are very excited for you to join us uh, because you're the heart of the show. You're the reason we are the most relevant financial show on radio, on television, anywhere in media today. Because, number one, we are live. We don't put our shows in the can. Lots of other shows should be in the can, and that's exactly where they are. And I'm sure that that's where you put most of those, most of those other shows as well. We are live up at O'Dark 30, 445 this morning. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was not awake at 445, <laughs> for the record. Yeah, the kitty cat was, uh, was uh, interested in, uh, hey, Dad, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Uh, I would uh, kick that cat out of my bedroom nah, so fast. No, nah. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, like you'd kick Murphy out. Come I on. I would. No. He doesn't sleep in my room. Well, then... Okay, moving right along. <laughs> uh, about 60, 61, 62 degrees at 445. It was so crisp, clear, beautiful. I hope you enjoy the entire weekend. The weather report sounds really, really nice. Hopefully uh, you've got plans, maybe heading out, maybe, uh, I don't know, Knoebel sounds good today. <laughs> just, just That's where I'll be. So if you've got, uh, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 members of your family, mm-hmm. how many do you think might be there? It it could be it could be 30. It I wow. think at times there have been more. We try to take a big family photo mm. every year. I'll show you one. Um, it, and get as it's, many people. It's, by the way, it's radio. You can't really I'll, show I'll them. I'll show you. You're I'll standing right me. next to me. Yeah. Got it. That's a good point. Yeah. Excellent you point. can describe it okay. to the audience. But <laughs> Wow. It's uh, like a photo and there's a lot of people. A lot of people. Okay. But what's been really neat is since it's been a family tradition for so long, seeing the pictures from years ago when the kids were all little, oh, it's yeah. it's fun. So we're looking forward to getting the young family together up there and having a great day. And when they say young family, that applies to some of those, and then other folks, not so young. That's right. Forever young, though. Forever Ah, young. Ah, see how she did that? (laughs) She did it. I saw it. 610-720-7900. Icebreaker call, always appreciated. 610-720-7900. You can send us an email, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You've got to catch her quick before she heads out to Knobel. <laughs> Uh You can send Jean your email, Jean, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And, of course, through the miracles of modern technology, iHeartMedia, we are coast-to-coast coast and north-to-south uh, throughout the entire United States. If you've got Internet, you've got more than money. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Hit the Listen Live button, which magically appears every Saturday morning about 8.05. Disappears around 10 because it's Listen Live. 
There you go. You figured it out. And if you miss any part of our show, gosh, you get the first half hour and go, ah, I got to run. I got errands to do. Uh, we are podcasts, so you can go to morethanmoneyonline.com, listen to any one of our shows for the last year. We have 52 uh, posted, and we have videos from our PBS show and our BRC TV shows as well. You'll have a lot of fun. And, of course, if you have questions along the way, you hit the Ask Gene button, and uh, that comes directly to us. And since I cleverly left my reading glasses in the office, Alyssa will be doing all the reading. Oh, thank you. Oh. Look at you. You're like a, a oh, hero. You're a, a hero. He is a hero. We, we should probably introduce who, who, well, I'll get to that. So, <laughs> thank you, sir. Very, very kind. Whoa, that's very cool. Um, you know how sometimes you just, like, wish for something? And, and just and, magically and, and, and an appears. angel appears. Oh. <laughs> wow, things are getting a little uncomfortable in the studio. Uh, well, then move over, for God's sake. <laughs> Jeez. There's plenty of room. He's always sitting in the seat right next to me. Hey. What? Now, when you go to the movies with people who are not your spouses, you, the etiquette requires that you have a seat in between. Oh, yeah. That's etiquette. Mm-hmm. That's just, you don't. And especially if you're going with it, like if the guys are going, mm-hmm. the whole idea that they're like sitting shoulder to shoulder, that's weird. Andrew and his friends went to the movies last night. I'll have to ask him what their seating arrangements were. And Juliana and Ashlyn saw the Barbie movie. <laughs> I offered to take Juliana to the Barbie movie, but a young lad notched me. Yeah, but yeah. she went with a, a girlfriend. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, it's all good. It's, it's all, all good. good. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of all good. You have one of the worst segues in the history of radio. <laughs> Once you hear me introduce this gentleman, speaking of all good, uh, we welcome to uh, the uh, the microphones here in the uh, More Than Money studio the dulcet tones of Bobby Gunther Walsh. Good morning. How are you, sir? Oh, my gosh. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Breathtaking. Just gorgeous. Yeah, uh, crisp, clear. Uh, the whole weekend supposed to be fantastic. Yep. Speaking of fantastic. Yeah. For all of you who, um, I don't know, how, how would you do that? How do you get through the week without listening to Gunther? you got to get all the good stuff. But, okay, maybe you didn't, or maybe you've been out of town. Maybe, maybe. Maybe the last time you heard about animals in distress was last week, right here, as Gunther was heading over to the farmer's market, and he was hoping for a decent weekend because whew, they were coming down to the... Uh, to the uh, uh, to the wire and uh, thing, monies were tight and there was just a whole lot going on, and uh, you started modestly. We we got to admit because you started on our show saying, "Hey, at eight o'clock we have a five hundred dollar match if anybody," and we stepped up and, yes. and so we started modestly. No, it was nice. It was a good way to kick it off. And a gentleman who had already given a thousand dollars said, you know what, I was debating it. He goes, but uh, Gene gave 500 I'm going to get 500 So then we made our second $500 match by like 8.30. So we had a, a little mo going, a little yeah, momentum. Did. Yes, we did. And so for everyone who hasn't yet heard, how did the momentum end up? The best year ever for animals in distress. <laughs> wow! An all-time record, an all-time record. That's awesome. Congrats! Beating the best year before, which was 2021, and then mm-hmm. last year was a, was was down. Uh, was we were at 201,100 last year, which was still significant. Believe wow. me, and we're very thrilled. D- d- trust trust me, that's a huge number, and we were grateful for that number. 
but that was off from the year before of 215,000. And uh, so, you know, and you kind of always like to do a little bit more. And this year, uh, my audience and you and our sponsors, $218,332. Wow. And I actually just got a few more dollars that people just gave me now. So it's kind of funny. So I've got a couple more hundred dollars to add to that. But it's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, I just was doing the math. Um, on the last five years, we've did four years, we did 200,000 or better. Mm. And the previous year to that, it was like 190 some thousand. So in the last five years, we have done more than a million dollars for the animals in distress. Holy and we've cow. been doing it for 40 years. It's probably not a stretch to say it's probably been close because we've had years of, you know, we've been over 100,000 for about 20 years now of raising that kind of money. Not probably a stretch to say we've probably raised close to $5 million for a no-kill shelter, which is the kennel of hope in more ways than one. Uh, hope for the animals, hope for people that realize you can do something and you don't need the government to help you do it. Mm-hmm. Hope that people will help and care about things and do and will rise to the occasion when asked and just hope in so many different ways. And I can't thank you, our listeners, all the sponsors. It was a huge, it was, a, I think, our best year ever, not just obviously in terms of money, but all the things we had going on, all the things that sponsors offered, and the Sunday turnout was great. Uh, we had so many things going on Sunday. It was fantastic. It really was. I was really, really grateful. We had some magnificent people. Our listeners are just the best, and, and our sponsors uh-huh. are the best. It's just I, I have the strongest belief that the community that, that we have built here at, at AEB is absolutely representative of America. I think this is the real America. Alyssa, rightfully so, has, has turned off most of her media and doesn't listen to all the crud. Sadly, my friend Gunther listens to all the crud. I have to. And it's toxic. It it is toxic without a doubt. I think the vast majority, 98% of Americans, love what you do, love what Animals in Distress does, love what Children's Home does, love what Folds of Honor does. The list goes on and on. They love it. It's their community. It's their pride. It's their chance their ability indirectly sometimes sometimes very directly because some of your listeners are very actively involved Mm, it's not just the the five or ten dollar donation but they're they're digging in uh, rolling up their sleeves it's the chance to make a positive difference in a world that the media the the mass media wants us to believe is going to hell in a handbasket i don't believe it for a second that community spirit that community feel I heard you talking about firing up the grill and great food coming up. Mm-hmm. You share food. You love puppies. You love kittens. You, they you, do you, the kitten we rescued Saturday night in that storm was about as big as your phone, about as long as your phone, mm-hmm. weighed a pound. I held her at the Radiothon in my hand while I was doing the report. She was, I guess, maybe three weeks old, cute as a button. They named her Belle because they found her on Bell Street or something. And she was in the rain. Somebody saw her walking down the road in the rain <sighs> near the road, uh, and they so they got her. But then the torrential rains came, and you're thinking she was one she was one event away from being uh, a small kitten like that would have been Gone. drowned, drowned, yeah. gone. Sure. Especially when you saw how bad it affected uh, certain areas. And so, yeah, she's she's alive and well, and going to be ready for adoption in about a month or two. And uh, 
rescued. And that, that happened. In the beginning of the week, it was a struggle. And I thought, folks, if you can't do it and maybe you're, you just don't want to do it this year, I get it. Cause I, and it made me realize how much I need. I can sit here and talk all I want. Anybody can say how great I am, whatever. But if the listeners don't respond, I'm nothing. And so, and I just thought I don't blame them if they're not responding. The economy's bad, etc. But on Friday, uh, it was it just really took off. And then Saturday, with the way you kicked it off, I got I can't tell you enough how much that helps me psychologically. Mm. Uh, it's a spark. Mm. It's a little spark. Yeah, it gives you. But a, it can start a raging yeah, it's, fire. Yeah, it's, it's, it was that that. Uh, and there's what, a guy named Mark, for example, whose yeah. his mom passed away, and mm. he's for the last couple of years. Whenever he hears we're short for an hour. Hmm. He he calls in and he tries to match that hour and hmm. I'm aware he's out there. He doesn't know that. I I know his name, hmm. know his last name even, and I can say it on the air. But somebody like that who's just quote unquote an ordinary person yeah. to sponsors that give. It's just and everybody in between and it all adds up and it's just it's a wonderful thing. Oh, it's it's spectacular. Yeah, and gives. You're right. You started out with the right phrase. It it, it is the hope piece of this puzzle. Hope for the puppies and kittens without a doubt, no question. But hope for us. Hope that you can make a difference. I was um, so pleased to stop over at the uh, farmer's the farmer's market, market yeah. last Saturday just to show my face, say hi, greet a couple people and and just absorb some of that, not to mention absorb uh, on on a very connected but but different level the humanity in the farmer's market, the amazing number of people, the amazing number of tremendous vendors, the, the, the energy, the positivity that's in that building. And then you add to it, we're, we're making a real difference. And, and for the weekend, just the weekend, you raised roughly... Oh, we raised half the money on the weekend. On the weekend? Uh -huh. Yeah, on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, half the... So, uh, congratulations. Yeah. I, I, I know you say it's, it's not about you, and you're absolutely right. It isn't. It isn't. I, I'm telling you, folks, it, I'm, the, I'm the conduit. That is it. And you guys care. You're, you, you, you make me look good, but now, I don't look good without you, believe me. And even with you, he doesn't look that no, good. Yeah, that's true. No, that's seriously. true. And when well, he says a conduit. I'm a double bagger. You know, the women in case the one bag falls oh, off. Oh. Yeah, right. Exactly. When yeah. he says he's a conduit, if you're thinking a concrete hollow tube, yeah, that's pretty, me. Pretty that's much. A, yeah, yeah. That pretty I was much thinking of an electrical conduit, you know, but. But that, no, the, uh, yeah. under, the, under the highway. Hey, let's put a conduit in there. Solid <laughs> concrete. I'm so sorry. Totally empty. I'm so hurt. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're still flying high. You're not hurt. You're still no, it's, real. It's really, it's amazing. It really is. Um, it's, it's funny because I, you do the political show cause people want to do it and all that stuff, but it's here. You know, what gives you hope because I, I, one of the things I've tried to do with my guests lately is have all these guests on that are pointing out all the mistakes and things that are wrong. And it's true. They are. And they're helping us understand what's wrong and what immigration, whatever. But I've tried to end each show with, okay, but what do we do about it? Mm. Well, this is one of those things where we can do something about it. And, and some, other times you can feel hopeless. But when you can finally do something about it and make a difference, you think, oh, you have the kennel of hope, mm -hmm. not just for the animals, but... We can make a difference, you know, because other times you feel like, well, what are we supposed to do? You can feel hopeless. I, I have um, no real expectation that Animals in Distress has uh, an accurate number of how many pets they have placed 
in so many years. We were trying to figure that out this weekend. It's funny you ask. So it's got to be numbered in thousands. Oh, multiple thousands. <laughs> multiple thousands. Five-figure thousands, like 40, 50. Let, let, let's use 50,000 pets. Um, I know you're not that devoted to Murphy. <laughs> Her puppy is like like the shining star of the family. Just everybody <laughs> yeah. adi- I say uh, to the kids that he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my dogs that I've had over the years, my cats, the impact they've had on our lives is just, you can't measure it. It's just the joy that they bring. 50,000 pets have brought joy to hundreds of thousands mm. of, of Lehigh Valley citizens. Hundreds of thousands. So, yeah, gosh, millions of dollars raised, but tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of lives that were touched with hope and love and and, and, and joy. Memories. Oh, gosh, fantastic. Mm. Um, Can we end on uh, what I think you will find to be an interesting, if not... Um, on oh, a to- to- totally different topic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy this. I, I am very, uh, <laughs> I'm very active on LinkedIn. I have uh, literally, I think, three, almost 4,000 connections on LinkedIn. Oh, wow. Pretty impressive. And LinkedIn has a service where they will recommend to you, hey, there are some people looking to fill jobs <laughs> that we think, based on your background, you would be particularly well qualified for. So they sent me a list. The first one, financial journalist. Okay, yeah, yeah you can, do that. You can uh, see him guess, doing yeah, that. Absolutely makes <laughs> some that sense. Makes sense yeah. uh, a company needs a financial educator. That makes sense. Kind that of fits me, I think, right. absolutely, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a large insurance group in Bethlehem uh, needs a field director. That that yeah, it, it's kind yeah, of a stretch, yeah, but yeah, 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 but yeah. the one that maybe fits most is host at Olive Garden <laughs> in Stroudsburg. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Nobody would be more suited to that job. You're even wearing an olive-colored shirt. uh... It's like weird. It's just like I brought in the glasses when you thought you lost, and then now that. That is weird. That's serendipitous. Who better to say, can I get you more breadsticks? Oh, my gosh. Who better? Welcome to Olive Garden. Welcome. Welcome to Olive Garden. When you're here, <laughs> when you're here, your family. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And when you're not, please clear out yeah, of the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> Don't leave your cars in our parking lot overnight. He's been practicing um, this week. Ever since yeah. he got that email, he's been practicing I his have. host skills. Can I show you to your table? <laughs> can, I, can I show you to the door? Yes. <laughs> Would you like to wait at the bar while your table's getting ready? Yeah. I, I can do all that. I, you're... It's just, it's uncanny how We submitted how they... an application for him. <laughs> but you should, you should, you should. And just copy this page and go, I, I know, it's my what job. What more do you need to know? For God's sake. LinkedIn says he's perfect. LinkedIn. Oh, that's funny. Just that's for fun. Good. Congratulations on the new gig. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, you're going to have to do this hour. He's got to get ready to go. He's got the early shift at Olive Garden. <laughs> he opens for lunch, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to leave at 9. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you, brother. And thank you again to your audience and my audience. Ah, thank God so bless much. them all. Yeah, thank God you. you. <laughs> <sighs> Olive Garden, here we come. Uh, the lunch shift. Uh, it's a rowdy crowd. We could do our next show live from Olive live Garden. From- <laughs> In the parking lot, you can wear your host your host outfit. I almost said hostess. <laughs> well, let's not be judgmental. No, I've got great legs. I can okay. I can pull that off. 
Although there's me being sexist. Just because she's a hostess doesn't mean she's wearing a dress. No. My apologies. Just because they are a hostess. You're going to get yourself canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Don't try to get on my good side. Oh, my goodness. Ah, thank you to Bobby Gunter Walsh. Thank you to all of you. Oh, my goodness. Uh, It was just a joy uh, to spend a little bit of time at the farmer's market last Saturday and get to meet so many of you. So many of our clients, so many of our More Than Money family, so many folks that we were just meeting and and just fantastic. Uh, The other thing I will say, uh, and and, uh, John, correct me if I'm not getting, it's the Amish, is it Amish Village Bake Shop? I think that's correct. On the way out, I'm a big uh, peach pie fan. So I stopped and they have 30 different types of peach, uh, of pies. No peach. And so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. And, and the young man said, there's got to be something else that you really like. I said, oh, I really like, like cinnamon rolls. They were the best cinnamon rolls I have ever had mm. under any set of circumstances. Unbelievable for like a nothing. For, for free. <laughs> for basically for, for what I saved um, by filling up my tank with 89 instead of 91. Okay. Just unbelievable. <laughs> wow, yum. Unbelievable. So, gosh, if you get a chance, make sure that you head over there. Um, Alyssa is particularly happy today, not just because she's heading to Knobles, <laughs> but because the Dow Jones uh, finished up 0.01%. They were it was the Dow which is what 34,000 was up, I think 2.81. So it was up the 10th straight day in a row. Yes. First time in, I think, seven years that it's done 10 days in a row. S&P was up 0.2%. And NASDAQ was down, but it was down like 0.02. So please, come on. Another Um, good week. Another good week. Uh, We talked about our top jobs. We talked about, and uh, goodness, Tony Bennett passed. Uh, just a week short of his 97th birthday. What a magnificent life. What a magnificent performer. Oh, my goodness. Uh, talk about uh, having the ability to connect with people over eight decades. And <laughs> his um, duet with Lady Gaga still sticks in my mind as one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I have to look that up because oh, I don't think oh. I saw or heard that. I would love to, so oh. I, I got to check it out. It was uh, roughly 10 years ago, so he would have been 86, mm-hmm. 87 years old and was just the coolest. I saw a picture, but I haven't. I have to listen. That's awesome. I love when um, talented artists in different genres collaborate. It's, it's so cool. really cool. Yeah. When, when ABBA and uh, Snoop Dogg got together, yeah. that was epic. classic. It was epic. <laughs> it was not a lot of people saw it. <laughs> you were the only one. It was my, in a dream. <laughs> I actually have been the only one. Did I rent the uh, video version of... No, it was your dream, buddy. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Uh, we're going to take our first break of the show, give you a chance to settle in. Your icebreaker call appreciated. 610-720-7900. Your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money. John, I went to friends and family because you guys were talking about it. 
Tree of life, I just picked me a plum. You came along and everything started to hum. Still, it's a real good bet. The best is yet to come. Uh, since we had Gunther in the first segment, yes, the best is yet to come. <laughs> Here are more than money. Uh, welcome back. You've got. Uh, Alyssa Young, you've got Gene Dickinson and uh, John Elliott at the board, making sure that we bring you the very best that we have to offer. 610-720-7900. We talked about the markets being up. We talked about uh, top jobs for Gene from LinkedIn. Uh, laughing in my nightmare had a very, very successful, um, gosh, uh, I think six countries, <laughs> hundreds of uh, participants in their virtual 5K this past week. Uh, I did mine last year. We did it outside in 90 degrees and in 90% humidity. This year I did it more controlled on the tread. Uh. Uh, so that, that worked out a little uh, less strenuous. <laughs> uh, last I saw your score out of thousands, hundreds of thousands, were you fifth? It's a little weird. There's a couple people above yeah. me who say they walked. Yeah, that makes no sense. Uh huh. So yeah. I think I was the third fastest runner of the 5k yeah. but there's a the way they're listing them uh, they told me i had the fastest legs in the lehigh valley because the other two faster runners were from other states <laughs> the fastest legs in the lehigh valley. that's what that's what they said on facebook Alyssa, once again you have the fastest legs in the lehigh valley and i noticed that sarah uh, did not uh, post a bogus score as she has done in the past so, so you are legitimately the fastest in the valley i did mine on saturday evening it was hot and humid but uh at least the sun wasn't beating on me but it did rain on me and i ran on a trail where it was muddy and wet and the, i had mud splattered up the entire backs of my legs when i was done it was a dirty mess but it seems that i've been running a lot of races lately in yucky trail conditions so it just goes right along <laughs> with my pattern so if mark were here he, he would say you so you admit to being a dirty girl yes he would that's yes, what he that, would that's say that's what mark yes. was <laughs> we can always count on mark mm -hmm. uh 610 uh you mentioned that you have some follow-ups i do last week we talked about two different medicare topics and we shared what we know and said We'll follow up with our our Social Security and Medicare specialist, Mark Basak, to confirm our answers. So I did that. Um, as usual, when I emailed Mark our questions, he responded very quickly and thoroughly. So um, I can follow up on those things. So we got an email during the show last week asking us whether um, a Medicare supplement subscriber, say with Plan B, could change from one supplement to another without going through underwriting. And his example was, can you switch from Aetna's B plan to United Healthcare's B plan without going through underwriting? Uh, Mark's answer to that is that you are not protected from underwriting except in the first six months of enrollment or in a 
what they call a guaranteed issue situation, like when a company goes out of business. So then you have to change and then they'll give you a pass on underwriting and under that circumstance. Um, but other than that, it's up to the company whether or not they will perform the medical underwriting process. He says generally when you change companies, they will. But it is up to them, so it's not a guarantee either way. Sometimes they also set a time limit where they won't pay for a pre-existing condition. So his recommendation is if you are looking to switch companies, you need to ask the new company if they would do underwriting. And if you're with an existing company and you're looking to change plans, like from the G plan to the B plan or vice versa, whatever, you should also ask them if that change will require underwriting because there's no promise that it won't. So um, unfortunately, it's not a cut and dried answer. But typically speaking, if it's past that first six months, um, or you're not forced to change, uh, and you're changing companies after being in a supplement for a while, you should probably expect underwriting. Just ask to be sure. Excellent. Very, very good. Yes. And then the other question, uh, we had Glenn call the show last week, and he asked us if you can disenroll from a Medicare Advantage plan and just use traditional Medicare, other word, uh, Part B. That's what mm. you would know as Part B. Um, so Mark's answer, yes, during open season and usually during the first three calendar months of any year, you can drop an Advantage plan. Um, if you drop it during that open enrollment season, which is uh, October, I think, mm. to December um, at the end of the year. The Advantage plan ends on December 31st, and it's not renewed. But he says, be extremely careful, because if you do that, you are responsible for that 20% that Medicare doesn't pay, and that can be a catastrophic amount if something serious happens. Mm. So be aware that you know, that's the reason for the Advantage plan is to pay that 20%. If you're thinking about doing that, you certainly explore the options that have zero premium. So maybe, you know, you could go to an advantage plan and not pay a monthly premium and maybe that would be better than not having anything at all. So, and if you have questions about that, that's why we offer our free consultations with Mark. So you could certainly schedule that time to sit down with him and talk through why you want to drop your advantage plan and if that would definitely be the right way to go. Um, but yes, you you may do it. So those are the um, answers that I wanted to follow up with. I don't know why people would have questions. It's so simple and straightforward. Mm -hmm. um, to give you an indicator of how not simple or straightforward it is, um, I've been doing this for 780 years. Long time. Long time. I've picked up a few things along the way. And I'm not just talking about that. Well, anyway, um, I've picked up a few things along the way. And yet, uh, as I am... Uh, Approaching uh, my max Social Security, mm -hmm. uh, I will be sitting with my friend Mark and getting his counsel about uh, the claiming strategy and the claiming process and et cetera, et cetera. And the fact that somehow uh, over the years, my Social Security card has disappeared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then needing to get that replaced for a couple other reasons. So, um Gene is sitting with Mark. That's how much respect I have for this gentleman. I think my questions are pretty straightforward. I have never posed a question to Mark that I wasn't quite confident. I had a pretty good handle on and discovered I didn't. <laughs> so if you're pretty confident, you understand uh, both Social Security and, and, and Medicare, 
um, I, I can assure you there are um, there's more to learn. Yes. There's more to yes. learn. Well, that's great. I'm glad you're taking advantage of the free service that MTM provides. <laughs> Do you let me know if you want me to sit in with you? <laughs> just guide me. Just, you know, just I'll take notes for you. A little moral support. That's always good. S- second set of eyes and ears. Always good. Speaking of second set of eyes and ears, it is really, really important that you, uh, all of you hear uh, what many financial advisors don't want you to hear. In our More Than Money World headquarters, if you are meeting us for the first time, for the 50th time, and you wish to bring in someone to be uh, your second set of eyes and ears, it might be um, a close friend, it might obviously a spouse, it could be a child, it could be a close friend, it could be an attorney, it could be a CPA, it could be anybody, bring them. Absolutely. More than welcome. Um, I am, as you might expect, I collect the invites to so many of these uh, dinner uh, scam, uh, dinner uh, invites. (laughs) Slip of the tongue. (laughs) I was thinking scampi. Uh, yeah, it was, oh, at Olive Garden. Scampi at Olive Garden. <laughs> well, that's the special today on the menu. I've got to memorize that. Uh, welcome to Olive Garden. Scampi is on the... Okay. Um, and so many of them have a uh, uh, disclaimer in small print that says no financial advisors allowed, no accountants allowed, no one <laughs> else allowed. You come, you can't bring anybody. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, we, we believe quite the opposite. It is often very useful to have someone just hearing the same thing you're hearing. Oh, yeah. So that you're going, I thought they said X. And the answer is no, they didn't. That's why I join all my clients for those meetings and mm. I take notes. I learn from it. But then when they say, wait a second, what was this, the deal with uh. this? I can say, well, and I look at my notes Keith said this, or Mark said that, and um, a second set of ears and eyes is helpful. Uh, and sometimes that second set of ears and eyes is your financial advisor yeah. as, as you're working with other uh, professionals. Indeed, 610-720-7900, Alyssa at AskMTM.com. My husband's mom passed in December of last year and left her IRA to him and his sister, Um, They have split the IRA into two inherited IRAs, one for each of them. Each of the accounts has about $80,000. My husband is 58. Um, We know we have to take something out each year. How do we know what amount to take out this year? Hmm. There's actually some fuzziness about that rule. (laughs) Uh, Actually, they just confirmed not this year there's no fuzziness. (laughs) It's been, uh, it's the, the requirement has been, what's the right word, waived? Okay, uh, yeah. It's, it's been, uh, uh, the IRS has said, you know what, even we're confused. <laughs> we confused ourselves? Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, yeah. My, <laughs> as my friend Greg is very happy whenever he hears, I don't know what to tell you. Um, so because of the confusion and because the final regs have not been issued, the IRS announced, I think, Wednesday that RMDs on inherited IRAs will be waived for 2023. Yeah. So that's cool. It is cool. Um, it's it's a mess, but it's cool. Um, so how do you know how much you need to take out mm. when it's not waived? Yeah. Um, you need to know the value of the IRA on December 31st of the previous year, and then you just need to know your birth date. 
And then there's calculators online that you can use that'll tell you what it is. The other way, uh, typically on your statement from your account from the end of the year, it should tell you what your RMD will be for the following year. So if it doesn't say it on the statement, you look for um, an RMD calculator, you plug in the December 31st value, you plug in your birth date, and that's going to be the required minimum distribution that you need to take out. So the rules we're talking about state that now when you inherit an IRA from someone who died after January 1st of 2020, you have to empty that IRA within 10 years if you're not a spouse or some other special Mm. case. There are some people who have exceptions to this rule because, of course, nothing can just be, you know simple and straightforward um 10 years to empty that account and you have to take out at least that rmd every year along the way because the government wants some tax dollars coming in on a regular basis you used to be able to to, you know take it all out at the end of year nine and and be done with it but now it's so let's say this gentleman eighty thousand dollars his his rmd the first year I'm picking a number out of thin air is is four thousand bucks. Okay. I'm just picking a number. Sure. Is there ever a reason why he would want to take more? Um. Yeah. So, I, I like to help my clients strategize this plan. So let's say he's fifty-eight now. Yep. And he's got ten years. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of ten years, he's sixty-eight. Let's say he plans to retire early. At 62, right? So Mm. he might take his four grand this year, next year, and then after he retires, his taxable income is less, and then maybe he takes out larger chunks Uh, for the rest of the, the time. So one reason might be you find yourself in a lower tax bracket. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now he's 58. He's not yet 59 and a half. So lots of people know that if you take money out of an IRA before 59 after, there's a penalty. Mm-hmm. And how bad is that going to be on his $4,000 RMD? It doesn't apply to inherited mm-hmm. IRAs. Which is a really, really important piece for spouses. Mm-hmm. Folks who have their spouse who die relatively young, or to be fair, they are young when their spouse dies because... Mm-hmm. Uh, Diane, if that is her real name, is gone. Oh, I'm I'm young. <laughs> You're not, but I'm young, and that would be a perfect scenario because she's very young, well, well, well under fifty nine and a half. And if I were to meet my maker today, what a glorious day that would be! Ooh, my goodness. Um, think about it. Uh, I can only imagine. Stop. What a great song. <laughs> John, John will find it. Uh, bottom line is. Uh, no penalty, so there's no um, a downside. Oh, there is a downside, but there, there, there's uh, less pain in taking money out early if it's necessary. Right. Many spouses, sadly, get bad intel from their advisors, and they do an automatic inherited IRA. Bad idea. Or an automatic spouse, like a, make it your own I'll make IRA. Make it your own IRA. My apologies. Right. You're absolutely right. Getting, yeah, keeping it as an inherited IRA is the is, is the, right. the way to go when you're under 59 and a half. Here's another idea. Yep. If you're 58 and you're still working and you're participating in a 401k, mm-hmm. let's say 4,000. I don't know that that's the right number, but we're we're using it as a demo. Let's say 4,000 is the number. He could take the 4,000 out. It's taxable. Mm-hmm. He could increase his 401k contributions, four thousand dollars. It would be 
tax deductible. Yeah. And it won't work out to the penny, but it's going to be really close that one washes the other. So in essence, he's getting money out of an IRA tax free because he's getting the tax deduction for using that money to increase his contribution to his 401k. That's a cool strategy. And you don't miss that $4,000 that you withheld from your paychecks because you got it a different way. You got it a totally different way. That's cool. So lots of different ways to kind of um, examine the same set of facts. And when I say lots of different ways, this is the reason why there are virtually no um uh what what is the word well, there, there there are no 100 percent sure things everybody should do that's the most <laughs> that's why we that, say it that's, depends <laughs> that's the wordiest way i've ever heard that said yes it depends so the, the the second opinion meetings that we have with our clients it is so incredibly important uh, that that you understand that something that you've heard on the radio that you go wow that sounds really cool it may not apply to you at all. It may have it, it may have no value for you at all because your circumstance is so very different. Or it may be the ideal. It depends. Mm-hmm. Now, can I get your can I get you torqued up a little bit? Sure. Because uh, usually I'm the one that's snarky. <laughs> um, but this you may get snarky. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's not because of this question. It's because of your connection to the question. Okay. Uh, gentleman writes, he is 66. He's retired, uh, married. All the kids are grown. Uh, wife and I both have pensions. Wife's taking her social security. He has plenty of income to pay all his bills. They have a little over two million bucks in their 401ks. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Want to make sure that we don't run out of money in retirement, provide for our kids, minimize taxes, all the normal things. Uh, I recently had a proposal from a annuity mill, an annuity salesman, an annuity company, an annuity that generates high commissions for their salespeople, mm. a company that you are well familiar with. Mm. We are not using their name Yet, okay, but that could come. Yes, uh, I would like a second opinion on how best to set up our retirement. Is this something you would be interested in doing? As it turns out, we were very interested in doing. And again, as it turns out, uh, this annuity mill, this uh, um, sweatshop that cranks out annuities for every single person that they bump into, uh, recommended immediately that they take a million bucks. And put it into an annuity so that the salesman could make a seventy, eighty, ninety thousand dollar commission. And upon uh, reviewing their situation in detail, it became very clear to our good friend Mark, Mark ba- Mark Belsack, um, um, financial advisor, extraordinaire, that they didn't need an annuity at all. Mm. And you've had a recent situation, yeah, that's out of the same annuity sweatshop mm-hmm. and one of your clients um i guess the the polite term was misled yes yes the the company made it uh, seem that they were doing something 
good. This is a company that had sold my client several annuities and changed one of them before it was out of the surrender period Mm. into a different product, used the hook that uh, it had a higher fixed interest rate than the other annuity did, but in the process lost them, lost her, the income benefit that had been building up for uh, 12 years or so. Do you remember roughly what her income benefit was? Um, The balance in the income account Mm. was about $190,000 and would be set up to generate 5% income on that number so just so short about of 10, 10 grand 10,000 bucks a year guaranteed for the rest of her life mm-hmm. the account value mm-hmm. on the other hand after surrender charges was about 125 so the differential is dramatic yes and so what happens when you move an annuity that has an account value of 125,000 and an income benefit base of 190,000 the income benefit base poof goes away mm. So only the 125000 got moved into this new annuity, and based on the, the terms of this, there is no way she's going to catch up to that lost income benefit base in this new contract. And so they tried to make it look like, oh, yes, your, surren- your surrender charges are 11000 but when you move into this new annuity, we're going to give you bonus premium of and it'll be 12000 so it's going to cancel that out. And look, you're going to get 4% guaranteed interest instead of 1.25%. Never mentioned the lost income benefit. When we see annuities that have that build-up value, we usually say, you leave this right yeah, where it you is. You have to. You have to. You have oh. to. Um, <clears throat> so in very round numbers, she had a contract that would give her a guaranteed lifetime income. Guaranteed, independent of of one point two five percent interest or four percent interest, it it made no 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 uh, impact whatsoever, no negative impact whatsoever, of roughly ten thousand. By shifting, uh, she gained slightly on the guaranteed interest rate. She lost approximately four thousand dollars a year of guaranteed income. How old is this young lady? She is in her late 60s. So let's make it easy for Jean. Say she's 70, and just like Jean, she's going to live a healthy, vigorous life until she's 100. 30 years, 4000 bucks a year, $120,000. And the only person that really gained from this was the annuity salesman in this sweatshop, uh, and probably on, on that amount of money made... Six or seven thousand dollars of commissions. At uh, least we we were estimating it between the two. Actually, he's probably made about fourteen grand. I think was the estimate, something like that. But yeah, yeah, it makes me sick. Honestly, I was really upset when I found out what happened. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, Chad Ruprecht in our office is uh, a superhero in a fleece vest, and uh, he is. Uh, a campaigner against uh, financial companies that do their clients wrong, and he has set a pattern for us. We also have partners on the annuity side who have responded forcefully yes, uh, and have volunteered that they will go behind the scenes to the companies directly. The companies have real responsibilities here. Twisting a client out of a uh, an annuity 
uh, inappropriately is a very serious offense. Hopefully, I don't say potentially, I, I say hopefully, this guy loses his license. This guy never gets a chance to do it again. Hopefully, this company gets its butt kicked because this is not the first time. This is a pattern, and this company does it over and over and over again. So be very, very cautious. Be very, very careful. And if any advisor, any advisor, the most trusted advisor you know, recommends that you uh, exchange an annuity, get a second opinion. And if you're not sure where to go, just call. We've got great people that can give you a second opinion in a blink at no charge. I went to a garden party. Ah, that music says we got to go top of the hour news. Fox Network News, all the information you need to make it a great weekend. I guarantee you the weather report's going to be a good one. Knobles, here we come. <laughs> Bottom line is we got one more hour for you. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Back after this on More Than Money. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. People came from miles around, everyone was there. Yoko brought a walrus, there was magic in the air. And over in the corner, much to my surprise, That's exactly what we wish for you today and every single day. And, of course, joining us on Saturdays, you do us a great honor. Uh, you have more than money. You have Alyssa Young, your host. You have Gene Dickinson just <laughs> hanging out, filling space. <laughs> You've got John Elliott making sure that we are on air and doing exactly what we should be. And, of course, John also packages the show, sends it off to Megan so that we can post that on Monday. Uh, Miracles of Modern Technology being what they are, you have access to 50 plus shows at any given time you can go searching through various topics various dates various times and uh, various guests perhaps if mm -hmm. you want to listen to some of the interviews that we've had you've got all of that as of monday so if you are just joining us don't feel like you are irretrievably irretrievably he tried to say got it a second time not too bad um behind because you have that access uh to catch up uh, markets up uh, nicely again this week. Uh, Dow up 10 days in a row, uh, up by two points. Still up. <laughs> That's, still up. Exactly. Still counts. So, um, laughing in my nightmare. Finished up their uh, uh, virtual 5K this uh, week. And uh, once again, Alyssa Young has the fastest legs in the Lehigh Valley. And hundreds and hundreds of folks who ran many, many different countries. Um, depending on how you interpret, I saw the same thing. People, I walked, and 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 I. It only took me like three minutes. Okay, please. <laughs> Something's wrong Some, there. <laughs> these, these don't match up. Uh, in my world, uh, she is uh, third out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. That's very very impressive. 
and very Thanks. useful because she's going to Knobles today with her family. <laughs> and if there's any young kids that dart away, she can catch them. Because mm -hmm. a lot of the older parents are going to go, oh, I, my lumbago is kicking in. I can't catch a kid. That's too hard. And, but uh, I, yeah. I say, oh, I got it. And that's the parent who's 27. That's <laughs> kind of weird. And the Animals in Distress Radiothon, if you have not yet heard a new record, 218000 dollars Absolutely fantastic. You guys are the best. You guys rock. You absolutely rock. And the puppies and the kittens, thank you. Hmm. Uh, email from one of our most loyal uh, and okay. uh, most intelligent, I should also say. Hmm. Um, listeners, I have delayed collecting my Social Security. I, uh, my full retirement age was 66 years and two months. I will collect this fall when I reach 68. Okay. So uh, a year and 10 months later, uh, my wife is slightly older than I, if that makes a difference. I've been going on the assumption that her benefit, one half of my benefit, uh, would be based on the benefit I receive when I begin collecting. I contacted Social Security and they told me that her maximum benefit is based on the benefit I would have been entitled to at my full retirement age. This doesn't sound very fair. Is this your understanding as well, or did they give me misinformation? Mm. Well, let's start with the obvious. It's the part of the government. They never give misinformation. <laughs> if the government says it, you can trust it to the end of your days. Or, wait a second. It could mm. be that if you trust the government, it will be the end of your that days. That might be the I more think, accurate I th statement. I, th mm. I, I just needed to make sure I got that right. <laughs> well, in this case, they did actually give you correct information. Yeah, the spousal benefit is based on your full retirement age benefit, not the benefit when you take it um, later. So her, if her full retirement age benefit is less than half of your full retirement age benefit, the spousal benefit makes up the difference so that she's collecting half of your full retirement age benefit. Mm. Yes. The difference is um, potentially... A chunk, uh, a year and 10 months between normal retirement age and 70, the benefits are going up uh, 8% a year. So it would be like a 15% 15 uh, haircut. Yeah. So if she was supposed to get 1000 she's at 850 mm, Yeah, That's not fun. Yeah, when you when you realize that it's that much lower than yeah. what you thought. Yeah, yeah, that can be a bummer, but that's yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> Poor Diane. Uh, well, you know, if that is her real name, trying to figure out mine at some point. Fortunately, 30 plus years. She's got a lot of time to figure it out. And Marco help. Marco help. 610-720-7900. Emailer writes, I'm worried about being in the stock market, but I'm pleasantly surprised with this year's rebound. Sure. Yeah. Um, we all way, are. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Join the crew. Yep. There is no one um, in mind in, in, that I'm aware of that had any clue that the market would rebound this quickly, uh, this strongly. Uh, the, the estimates I heard before the beginning of the year were anywhere from 6 to 9% for the year. And we have lots of clients. We've been doing reviews that are seeing six, seven, eight percent for the first half of the year. Mm -hmm. Now, let's be honest. Could the market drop? Oh yeah. Oh, in a blink. Mm -hmm. In a blink. Uh, okay, going on. 
Uh, I'm four years from retirement, really couldn't take a serious hit to my 401ks or IRAs. I've heard you and Alyssa talk about investments that are in the stock market, but don't lose if the market goes down. They sound like exactly what I should be using, but I don't know anything about them, even what they're called. Okay. Oh, good for him. <laughs> uh, how do they work? What are the negatives? I like that. Start with the negatives. If you find one that's just a deal killer, then you don't do it. Uh, how much of my re retirement fund should I be putting into these kind of investments? And what else should I know? That pretty much covers the universe. Are there investments where you can invest in the stock market and yet uh, be protected if the market goes down? Yes. Um, they come in a couple of different flavors. Mm -hmm. um, but I think in this case, we're talking specifically about buffered ETFs. Um, ETF stands for Exchange Traded Fund. I always tell people it's very similar to a mutual fund, just slightly different um, mechanics. But you have the same um, um, technical, like you know, process for purchasing, selling. It, it, it's it's pretty simple. So don't don't get too hung up on on that part. So in, in in other words, an ETF is something you can buy and sell shares of, like a mutual fund. Um, and what we've been talking about with these is that they, they do give you protection from a downturn, but they allow you at the same time to participate in in the upside in market growth. So um, there's lots of types of buffered ETFs, and, and you can choose the, the level of your buffer. Um, you can choose the duration of time that um, your holding period is. You can choose different features about like which which index it's it's tracking. And now there's even some that pay income. So let's let's stop you there. Mm -hmm. And for this gentleman who is starting very very basic, mm -hmm. the word buffer is yeah. is not one that a lot of people use in everyday language. Right. So what is a buffer and how does it work? Yeah, a buffer you can think of like a sponge because it absorbs um, a set amount of loss. Mm. So if you buy a buffered ETF today that tracks the S&P 500 and it has a downside buffer of 20% for the next year, what that means is if the S&P 500 at the end of that year is down less than 20%, you didn't lose any of your principal. It protected you because the downturn was within your buffer level. So a buffer soaks up those losses like a sponge. Correct. So I put 10 grand in, market goes down 10, 10%, I still have my 10 grand. That's right. Okay. Now, if the market goes down 30% okay. and you have a 20% buffer, okay. you only lose 10%. So your $10,000 is now $9,000. So one of the, this gentleman's questions is what, what are some of the negatives? A negative would be if you are choosing a relatively small buffer mm -hmm. and the market has a relatively big sell-off, you could still lose money. Correct. But well, not as much. Not as much because it has absorbed some amount. Now, on the buffered ETFs, I know there are minus nines, mm -hmm. minus 15s. Mm -hmm. uh, There's a minus 35 that exposes you to the first five and absorbs the next 30. So minus, in, in some way, shape, or form, minus 30. Uh -huh. So you could, you, you can, and you can select those. You, that mm -hmm. is your choice. Mm-hmm. 
So one of the things that, that this gentleman would need to address, how nervous am I? There's a new one that also has 100% protection. So that's an interesting one. So let's, let's go back to the, the, the kind of more, um, uh, not traditional, but mm-hmm. the, the, the more standard um, buffered ETFs. And, and let's use the minus 15 as an example. How long do I have to keep the money there? You don't have to keep it there any set amount of time. But in order to uh, receive the full benefit of the the buffer, if the market's down, you want to hold it for a year. Ideally, you'll have it for a year. Um, that way, let's say you buy it in it, it's July. Mm-hmm. So you bought you know the beginning of this month. You right. bought the July fifteen percent buffer, and the market say is down mm-hmm. most of the year. If you sell that fund before the year is up, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily receive the full protection. Oh, the protection yeah. So, but if you wait until it matures, mm-hmm. you're good to go. However, if the market goes up during the year the the downside one of the negatives you could say of these is that they do have caps so in exchange for that protection the potential growth you can experience is limited however it is not very severely limited on average if you have a 15% buffer your upside cap is about 15% they they vary month to month so so let me just make sure i understand that the, the, when you say cap that's the limit. That's the most that I could make over that 12-month period. Right. So market goes up 8%, I get... 8%. And if it goes up 14 I get... 14 And it goes up 18 I get... 15 Because uh, mm-hmm. that's the cap. That's the limit. Right. And so I, I have this sponge that's absorbing losses mm-hmm. to minus 15 but I also have this limit on my profit. So uh, I guess one of the negatives would be the market goes up 30. Mm-hmm. I, 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 didn't, I didn't get all, all 30. Of it. That's yeah. right. But what's also cool about these is that because you don't have to keep it for a certain amount of time, if you have an advisor helping you or if you're very closely monitoring this, you might be able to take advantage of um, gains intra-period. So let's say you bought that July one and then by February, the market's up 15. You can sell your ETF at that point. Lock in that fifteen percent gain. So mm. now your the value of your funds has appreciated fifteen percent. When you right. sell it, you have a fifteen percent gain, and then you could reinvest and start over in a new one. So then you get and, a new get a new, cap. new cap. So you get another fifteen percent opportunity on top of so that. So theoretically, if we're very uh, attuned, we could capture more than fifteen. That's right. Yeah, and and, and clients have, have certainly done that. Um, there's an expense involved in all this? Yes. So every mutual fund, exchange-traded fund, has an expense ratio. And that's essentially the costs um, for the people who run the fund, who manage the investments within the fund. You have to pay them something, right? Mm -hmm. So these uh, average is 0.79% for these buffered ETFs. I think there's some variation in that expense, but most of them are right around there. That's not... 
like a real expensive. I mean, it's kind of, I would say, middle of the road. Certainly there are less expensive mutual funds and exchange traded funds, and there are some that have higher expense oh. ratios. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, I, I think, a very reasonable fee for something that has so many great features. Well, if you had been a financial advisor for 780 years, you would have recalled a period of time where the annual expense ratios for many mutual funds were between two and a half and three percent a year. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, th- you don't uh, really uh, see uh, that uh, anymore. No, you really don't. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful evolution of technology that so many funds can be managed now so e- efficiently. Um, these funds don't even have managers, so to speak. In the mm-hmm. old days, Peter Lynch and some of the famous mutual fund managers were paid millions and millions. Uh, or American funds, a very good group of mutual funds, uh, world famous for how much money they spent on research. They had mm. offices around the globe, hundreds of employees researching. This group has none of that. Mm. They don't need any of that. It's not based on what they think or their guess or rolling the dice. It's based on using stock options right. uh, efficiently, effectively, and appropriately. Okay, so... Um, how much of his retirement funds should he be putting in these kinds of investments? Well, and that's a factor that is up for discussion. That depends on, um, I would say we would need more information about his overall situation um, because there are limits on your growth. Um, I, and we would want to talk a little bit more specifically about you know, would you be upset for missed opportunity? That's one of the things you need to consider. Some people, most people that I know who are in that situation nearing retirement wouldn't say to me, oh, if I only get 15% and the market goes up 30, I'm not going to be happy. But there might be people who are like that. So that would be one consideration. You wouldn't want to put all of your portfolio in something that's going to cap your gains if you're somebody who wants to capture as much of it as you possibly can. So those are some things we need to think about. Typically in our uh, models, you mm. know, most of our clients, we're probably looking at, uh, uh, I don't know, it may be like 30, 40% of mm. a lot of portfolios are using these types of funds and ver- different versions of them. So we and, have some and, and diversification. And for reasons, yes. yes. Um, but some bond, people are 100% in these. Oh, for sure. Uh, bond alternative is one reason you might use them. Uh, downside protection, as this gentleman is looking for, another reason that you uh, might use them. Uh, diversification, another reason. So you're very right. It, it is a very uh, personalized decision process. It is very much um, a, a requirement that it be uh, customized mm-hmm. to the individual's needs, the individual's uh, attitudes, goals, risk tolerances, So one of the downsides is that these are fairly sophisticated products, Mm -hmm. and it takes a little bit of effort to understand. So you need to be, um, as as a client, you need to be patient with yourself. And ask questions, just as he has he has started with some very good questions. But there will be more. And understanding that this entire concept is one flavor of a way to protect your investments against horrible downsides. Yep. Um, There are uh, 
uh, annuity platforms mm-hmm. that offer very similar benefits. Fixed index annuities. Uh, there are uh, structured note platforms mm-hmm. that offer very similar. So you need to work with an advisory group that has uh, experience, knowledge, and communication skills. The experience in all of these platforms, the, the knowledge of how best to use them, and the ability to communicate with you in a way that you're going, you know what, I get that. I understand yeah. that. And I like that he asks about the negatives. We've talked about a couple of negatives along the way. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. There's nothing perfect. People go, well, CDs are perfect. You can get 5% <laughs> guaranteed. Not If inflation is 9% and you got 5% guaranteed, your hundred grand has now a purchasing power of ninety six thousand. How is that perfect? Right. So we yeah you have to be able to pros and cons and then match up your tolerance for the cons. Yeah. And I don't mean like you know Bernie Madoff is a con. <laughs> he, he's dead. But 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 the downside. One of those negatives for for some people with these types of products is that your statement that you get every month from your account that shows you the change in value, uh, it can be a little hard to interpret for these. When you have a defined outcome period, um, the value that it's reflecting, like a you know up three percent or down two percent, isn't always necessarily relevant or accurate. So you're, if you're one of those people who likes to be able to look at your value of your account as snapshot in time, um, these products don't necessarily give you the ability to measure that exactly the way other types of investments do because your the the value of it at this time might look like it's down but then you have to remember if you hold it till the end and the buffer absorbs your loss you're not actually down that kind of thing so those are the those um other considerations if you're the type of person who always wants to know exactly where you're at this might be frustrating for you um, you know what would really help that what if you were lucky enough. Um, it's probably a, just a pipe dream. But if you were lucky enough to find an advisor who would be willing. No, never mind. It's never going to happen. But if they would, <clears throat> if they would, if they would be willing mm-hmm. to like meet with you. Uh, I, well, I guess every advisor does just annual reviews. But mm. if an advisor would meet with you more frequently, like, say, every 90 days or so. What? And remind you of the mechanism, answer your questions, be able to go over your statements, be able to reinforce what you you heard once. And that, that if you were like, all right, if you're human, you didn't get it all the very first time. Uh, having that opportunity to revisit. Yeah, well, That's I got, ridiculous, I Gene. Could, I wish it could happen. Uh, maybe <laughs> who, someday. Who would do that? Well, yeah, we That's do that. asking a lot. I, I have some of the most wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful clients in uh, mechanisms like this or other investment platforms that have some real challenges in terms of understanding. One young lady in particular who I adore, absolutely adore, who's now 80 I don't know if she's 85 yet, 84, 85, just, just the best, asks me every single review. <laughs> now, tell me one more time. I'm going to ask you the same question. How exactly does this work? Yeah. And I remind her, and she goes, of course. Yes, I get that. The value of having an advisor 
who is uh, not only willing but but really really uh, in, in uh, uh, what encourages you mm-hmm. to me, please ask please yeah. <laughs> every ninety days ask those questions ask them again and again and again and again the answers are not going to change but they will reinforce in your mind uh, yeah. why you made that choice and the fact that uh, particularly with these ETFs they are very fluid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't feel, unlike annuities, which often have long-term surrender charges and can be kind of restrictive, um, these are very fluid, very flexible. You can find yourself in a position of going, hey, yeah, I, I, I want to give this a go. I want, I want to test the waters. And if you get into the mix and you go, and gosh, now that, I, now that I experience it, it's not for me. You can exit stage left, and you have lost um, uh, very little, if yeah. any. Yeah. Uh, may have gained a bit, but you've gained a lot of perspective. One other thing, uh, as we've got just a couple minutes before we get to our, our last break of the show. We talked about caps, the fact that some people, gosh, I really want the big bang. I want that plus 30. I get it. Plus 30s don't come around very often. No. Minus uh, fives, tens, fifteens come around more often than plus thirties. Mm. So I I haven't done the math yet. I'm very anxious to do it because, as I've mentioned to a number of our clients who are in these platforms, I'm starting to wonder why I would invest in even a very very good stock mutual fund, which over the next ten years is going to be up seven years. It's going to be down three years. And one of those years, it's going to be down 20% mm-hmm. when I can invest in a platform where I am either zero or up all 10 years, even though I'm limited, most years in the stock market are plus six, seven, eight. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. So if I'm eliminating all the downs or a huge portion of all the downs and capturing a lot of the ups... Is my average return not maybe better than rolling the dice? Mm-hmm. And see, yeah, hey, that's a head scratcher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, music says we got to go to our last break, which means your opportunity is to call 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at AskMTM.com, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. We'll take your calls, your questions after this on More Than Money. Back to more than money, and I uh, I challenge you. I challenge you if you can 
translate anything of what Bruce just said there. <laughs> <laughs> you are way ahead of the game. But when you start out with a horn section like that, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm a big fan of horn sections. Fabfo has a great horn section. I'm a big fan, big fan. I uh, I think my one of my high school closest friends, John Sibley, who uh, was a tremendously talented musician. Uh, we had a great high school uh, orchestra and band and he introduced me to uh, uh, music that wasn't necessarily uh, rock and roll. So, uh, gosh, uh, uh, we went to so many big band concerts. Uh, Maynard Ferguson, oh huh. my goodness, just blew me away. Uh, and so many others. And I thank John for that, for introducing me to that music. And to this day, uh, a horn section. Chicago, what a great group they had and an incredible horn section. Stevie Wonder, Superstition, the horns on that. Mm -hmm, I love that. Uh, uh, Don Henley, um, Sunset Grill has a horn section that's just amazing. Uh, but that's not why you tuned in this morning to hear about <laughs> my appreciation for horn section. 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A at AskMTM.com. Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com as well. We were talking on the break about some of our frustrations with uh, salesmen, particularly uh, life insurance and annuity salesmen who uh, make claims to be financial advisors mm -hmm. and uh, get a little snarky uh, when we start questioning why they would uh, uh, generate huge commissions. Uh, and I have pointed out to you in the past that when you get invitations to the uh, scamp to uh, the uh, dinner, <laughs> scampi at the Olive Garden. It's not, this is not at the Olive Garden. No. Um, by someone who is simply uh, a insurance licensed person, that's a red flag, particularly when they're talking about issues that sound an awful lot like investment topics. Uh, the regulators are very very clear. Uh, they are not investment advisors in any way, shape, or form, even to the extent that if they are recommending to you that you roll over an IRA into something that they have, that's an investment recommendation. They are barred from doing that, but they still do that. This invitation I got this week was um, cleverly scamish. It is uh, being, uh, I'm being invited to a lovely uh, steak dinner. It's actually a good restaurant. There's a picture of the steak. It's, it looks really good. Um, <laughs> uh, by a young woman who is a life and an annuity insurance person only. And yet she talks about uh, advisory services offered through. She is not a registered investment advisor in any way, shape, or form. I checked out the advisory services, the company. They are Midland at best. But she is, uh, in my opinion leading you to the false impression that she has in any way, shape, or form um, uh, herself a financial advisor. I don't think that's even um, remotely the case. And, and again, red flag, just tell the truth. Oh, I'm sorry. I flashed to Washington, D.C. for a second and realized that that's never, never going to happen. So <laughs> apparently uh, they're just following uh, the model from the Biden administration. Just uh, uh, just just saying whatever you want to say. 
610-720-7900. We have a call. We do. It's our icebreaker call. Only, you know, 60% of the way into the ice is melted. <laughs> We're going to welcome Bill to the show. Good morning, Bill. Hey, how you doing? We're great. Thanks for calling. How can we help you? Okay. I have a 401k from a former employer left there kind of 13 or 14. Uh, it's, it's a chunk of change. It's close to half a million. And the thing has been kicked around from pillar to post. Uh, I, think, I think they're on the fourth or fifth um, <laughs> firm that uh, has, has managed this thing. And I just feel like I'm losing track of it. If, if I were to come to you guys and say, look, here, here's this. I'm 64. Um, I don't plan to retire soon because I, I like what I do. Hmm. Um, and it's not you. physically demanding. Yeah, good for you. Good. But if, if I were to come to you guys and say, all right, uh, take, take this piece, okay, and manage it, and I'd like to set a goal to turn it into a million by the time I turn 70. What would be the mechanics of that transition, and how would you um, turn around and invest that? Yeah, it's it, these are excellent questions, and, and I'm going to handle the, the the easy one first, the mechanics. You need to do almost nothing. <laughs> the financial advisor would do all of the work. Uh, it, I say almost nothing. You would have to sign a transfer form and a an account application. So, yeah, you're going to have to sign your name a couple times. But it, yeah. it simply is opening an IRA account at Charles Schwab and uh, instructing the 401k to transfer the funds from the current 401k assets over to Charles Schwab. That's all that mechanically needs to be done. It typically is pretty easy. Uh, depending on who's managing the account currently, uh, it can often be done by phone. So it's remarkably easy. The money goes directly from the 401k to the IRA, never touches your hands. It's not an, uh, a taxable event. It's pretty darn straightforward. So that part is remarkably accommodating, and you'll have no trouble with it at all. Now, let's talk about going from half a million to a million in six years. By simple um, uh, mathematics, that tells me that we would need to target your returns at about 12% per year on average. That's a pretty aggressive um, uh, target rate of return. Mm -hmm. um, last year was negative 22. So in order to get back to a plus 12, uh, at some point we got to get a plus 34. So it, yeah. it, it, it yeah. is, it is a, is it doable, uh, potentially it, will there be some risk involved to get you to a 12% average? I think pretty substantial. Uh, does that, does that really benefit you? I don't know yet. Part of yeah. the process would be to make sure uh, that we understand you, your situation, your goals, your risk tolerance. Yeah. All of that, mm -hmm. uh, some of what we talked about in the last segment in terms of getting really, really good rates of return on the stock market, but lots of protection in case the stock market goes down, that might fit you pretty darn well. Yeah, and I was listening to that, and that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. And I was, I was, uh, I was like, okay, uh, there's got to be some, some downside to this or some expense or something. And, and Alyssa uh, explained those very well, actually, both of you. Um, 
And as for, you know, as far as the goal of turning it into a million, right in six years, okay, if it if it turns out to be eight fifty, that's not exactly a price. Right? <laughs> you won't cry. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we have to we have to set goals, but you know, maybe maybe you don't necessarily attain them. Okay, um, so what do I do? Just call your office. You can do that, of course. And uh, yeah, we we're, we're happy to sit with you. The first meeting, there's absolutely no charge. There's no obligation. Uh, we'll explore everything with you, answer all your questions, and if you're comfortable, excellent. You become part of the family, and if it doesn't quite fit, you've wasted an hour, but I'll bet it, you don't consider it a waste. <laughs> okay. All right. Just so everybody knows, I am not a plant. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. God, God bless you. All sir. right, Dan. And of course hey, he's thanks not. a lot. Love the show. I listen every Saturday. Ah, thank you so much. Thank God you. bless. Have, have a great weekend. No worries. You too. And Bye-bye. of course he wasn't a plant. Plants don't talk. Oh, That's so ridiculous. silly. I'll be so. Uh, although my clematis is calling to me. It's doing so well oh. this year. Uh, I finally figured out how not to have it just grow into this mass. I've got it stretched out, and it's doing really, really well. It could well. be so pretty. You know, that conversation reminded me when we were talking about the buffered ETFs and all the flavors and talking about you have a you know ambitious goal but you want protection there's i just want to mention this because we we didn't bring it up and it's cool um one of the types of those etfs has a um upside participation rate you can double or triple the return in the s&p 500 so for example you could have nine percent downside protection and then two or three times the market upside so that in a year when the return's only uh, 3%, percent uh, eh, and you're like, I wish the market had done better. Well, maybe you multiply that by three, and you actually got 9% gain in a year that the market when the market only went up three. So that's another one of the options that you have that might make you a little more interested in these tools. So, And, and Bill is, a, is an excellent example of an investor. He's got a nice long time frame. Mm-hmm. Perfectly appropriate. He's got a, a, a reasonable approach to, I want my money to grow. I understand if it's not going to hit exactly. So that's really reasonable. Um, but as a responsible financial advisor and a fiduciary, mm-hmm. uh, we have to be very sensitive. Um, and, and since I'm way older than Bill, to Bill's age, mm. um, the idea that, and there are lots of advisors who would do this. Oh, absolutely, Bill. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll get 12%. Absolutely. We'll put you in some growth mutual funds. You are going to kick some serious butt. And if he got to 900 the year before, and the year before was 2021, and then the final year was 2022, and it went down 22%. Yeah. And trashed all of it, twenty down twenty two percent off of nine hundred. He loses two hundred thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, again, if 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 you're counseling Bill, I'm counseling Bill. Anybody's counseling Bill. Uh, as as part of the the value that we bring is that we've seen hundreds of clients go through thousands of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Hey, I want my money to grow. When the market's going up, it's an easy thing to say. Right. If you if you understand that that unprotected um, growth 
right? If Mark were here, this would just mm-hmm. go horribly okay, wrong. We're but just un- going to gloss right over thank that. Thank you. Unprotected <laughs> growth um, exposes Bill to the horror of I'm um, five years into my six-year plan. It has worked perfectly. I got 900 grand. I am home free. And then I have 700. Mm-hmm. Because I hit that one year that went down 22%. Mm-hmm. And everything I had was in growth. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, well, we'll paint the scenario that, that we, we used. We wouldn't, but we did. We didn't. We, we wouldn't, but we did. Uh, use the 15% for everything. Mm. Minus 15%, the buffer, the, uh, the sponge. Uh-huh. Market goes down 22. He's down 7. So he doesn't lose 200 grand. He loses 60, which... Makes my heart sick, but but dramatically different. Mm-hmm. And along the way, in a six year six year run, guarantee I guarantee him this: there's going to be losses. I guarantee. Yeah. Stock market is not going to go up every year for the next six years. I guarantee you. I'm not able to say guarantee very often, as you well know. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. against the rules. Right. It's mm-hmm. it's frowned upon. I, I, even if you talk about CDs, or you're talking about guaranteed return, you got to be a little bit dicey. You got to be a little cautious. Guaranteed, the market's going to go down. The question is, can you get enough return to get really close to his goal and yet sidestep that holy crap moment? Mm. And I think at the end, and, and by the way, we've talked about one of several platforms. Right. Uh, and, and it's not a choice between, well, i got to pick my platform. No, no. We can blend them. What you call your mix and match. Yeah. It's what you call your mix and match. <laughs> yep. I love uh, it. On a very different topic. Okay. Gentleman writes, no one pays estate taxes anymore. Okay, that's pretty blunt. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, why are they still selling life insurance to people who don't need it? Huh. Um, well, okay. <laughs> huh. First of all, um, people pay state estate tax. Of course. If you live in Pennsylvania, you're, you know, there's only a select few who completely avoid mm-hmm. inheritance tax. Mm-hmm. Whatever you own that gets passed on to anyone except for a spouse is taxable uh, in Pennsylvania. Federally... Very few people Very few. are dealing with uh, federal tax, estate tax, because the exclusion is so high right now. So federal, let, let's assume zero. But the state death tax is not zero. No. So four and a half percent is the lowest. Yeah. Do you know what the highest is? Um, uh, thirty something. Really? I thought it was fifteen. Um, I, mm. I, I know there's a 15. I thought there was another level beyond, but I could be uh, wrong. No, I could be wrong. Well, let's use 15. Yeah, just th- yeah so that's good. So if you have uh, a million-dollar estate, you've been very blessed. Your your home went up in value. You saved a lot of money. A hun- somewhere between forty five and 150000 bucks. Yeah. That is not zero. Oh, gosh, no. So, uh, again, very blessed. You had a business, and now you get $2 million. You're somewhere between ninety and three hundred thousand dollars. So the first statement: no one pays estate taxes, and not so much. Okay. So let's let's <laughs> let's evolve that just a little bit. Estate taxes are not the only reason to have life insurance. Right. 
Right. The, if if we take this, why are they selling insurance to people who don't need it? Oh, oh so. <laughs> that's a very different question. Yes, it is. But let's be clear that there are lots of folks who need it. Yes. And, and the state taxes is only one reason. Yes. Give me right. another one. Right. Let's say uh, you are a um, provider of a family with three kids and maybe your wife doesn't work and you die you get hit by a bus something happens to you life insurance gives your family a lump sum of money to use to pay the bills maybe to be able to stay in the house maybe to be able to put the kids through school um it is tax-free that's a bonus but the crux of the reason for that particular life insurance policy is the breadwinner of our family is gone, and we need to carry on. Life insurance helps us do that. It's powerful. Very, very powerful. Um, another example would be um, you've gotten, you, you, you have, for maybe for a very good reason, significant debt. Mm. Hey, uh, we, we, we got a chance to buy a farm. We got a chance to buy a property. We got a chance, whatever. But we had to borrow a lot of money. That if I'm gone, ooh, my family just struggles. That's another good reason. You fund life insurance that pays off debt when you are gone. Mm-hmm. Another uh, potential is if you own a business and you are negative, your business would be negatively impacted if you were gone, then life insurance that would pay the business as a key man coverage. Mm-hmm. Lots of good reasons. Some people like it to pay their funeral. They say, oh, I have a small policy, and then this way I know my family doesn't need to shell out for my burial costs. Perfectly good idea. Now let's go to the the second part. Why are they still selling life insurance to people who don't need it? Because they make money selling it to people whether they need it or not. It's just that simple. The regulations around selling life insurance and being able to justify that the uh, individual needed it are, are hmm, not as rigorous as as you might expect or not as rigorous as, as you would hope. As, as you would hope. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so um, I, I'm just I'm picking numbers out of thin air. Let's say that you're a life insurance salesman mm-hmm. and you happen to bump into somebody who's um, n- not not sophisticated financially, maybe not as um, informed as 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 most folks might be. And you can convince them to uh, to pay an insurance premium. I don't know. I'm picking a number. Fourteen grand a year, just out of the top of my head. Fourteen thousand mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether they need the insurance or not, the commissions. Are you sitting down? No. You should not. Okay. This is not going to work. This is painful. Uh, a lot of folks say, "Well, they make a commission on a fourteen thousand dollar life insurance premium." It would not be unusual for the agents agency involved how much the actual salesman gets is is subject to change but the agency involved to get a commission of 14 15 16 thousand dollars uh, equal to or greater than the premium that the individual is paying which is one of the reasons why uh, quite often when you have cash value life insurance uh, you pay Fourteen thousand dollars the first year, and your cash value is eleven hundred dollars. Where the heck did all that money go? Uh, it's fees. Called, uh, fees and commissions, mm-hmm. and it's not unusual at all for a whole life policy 
to take two, three, four, five years before you have broken even. So um, bankonyourself.com is a insurance brokerage, Pam Yellen, who's been around a thousand years. She doesn't want me to hear, she doesn't want you to hear that, that she's a very old person. Uh, been in the industry for years and is has been one of the chief proponents of just buy whole life insurance and just borrow from yourself. You never lose money on whole life. And sure you do. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. Make two payments and then ask for your money back. Yeah, it's and you'll find out you you, you have made a a negative eighty percent return over two years. There's also surrender charges. Of course, yeah, you so are locked into that for you, you ten years. You are in a position where, and I've seen the runs that they have provided to prospective clients. If you stay for twenty or twenty five years, your average internal rate of return is three and a half percent. Yeah, three and a half percent. The insurance salesman made a hundred percent commission the minute that you signed the paperwork taking your policy and that you didn't understand yeah it's not cool it isn't cool and they're not fiduciaries fiduciaries are required to act in the best interest of their clients so if they were they the issue of why are they selling to people who don't need it they couldn't yeah because it's not in their best interest That's right for the record, you are correct, of course. Mm-hmm. The highest inheritance tax in Pennsylvania is 15%. I was thinking of, of something else. I just wanted to set the record straight. Um, but yeah, I. Was I, that painful for you? No, not well, at all. No, but you, just, I, I I don't mean, you like, said right up front that I was correct, but that part was painful. <laughs> it hurts so bad. <laughs> I, I have some Ajita. I mean, no, just kidding. Yeah, your your commitment to your audience is pure. You want to make sure they I don't want to give the, wrong information no, but ever. Just admitting that I was right. <laughs> I did it for the listeners. I suffered wow. that pain for you, listeners. That, you're, you're welcome. You're talking about a quality human being here. <laughs> this is somebody willing to do that. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, we just have uh, a couple minutes left in this edition of More Than Money. So rather than short shrift. A, a, a Perfectly question. good question. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to describe to you um, what many of you are wondering, and that is how do we get to understand how any of this fits for us? How do we get to understand how life insurance fits, how mm. estate planning fits, how uh, buffered ETFs fit, how planning for a 401k that's been kicked around to four or five different investment groups and just kind of been sputtering <laughs> For years, how do we get from point A to point B? The process is remarkably simple. Simple does not always translate into easy, but it is simple. You simply ask to schedule uh, a meeting with one of our more than money advisors. Very, very simple. It is um, easily done uh, through the website, through uh, email, uh, and and through uh, giving us a call. We'll give you those contact informations here in a moment. And it is remarkably easy um, to experience because you're not required. This is not a, I got to study. I got to collect a lot. I got to work hard before mm-hmm. I get. No, you need to relax. You need to be uh, uh, willing to answer a fair number of questions. Have a really a good open discussion and share with your advisor what you're trying to do mm-hmm. and what you have to work with. And at the end of that meeting, you're going to have a very, very good sense of not only what you are able to do, Um, But maybe some things that you never thought were even possible. So if you are so inclined, we would absolutely invite you to do exactly that. You can check out our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. 
great deal of information, lots of radio shows there, uh, lots of uh, video shows there. And uh, you can contact any of our advisors right from the, the, uh, the website. You can certainly send me an email, gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And you can go old school. You can actually phone 610-720, I apologize, 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. We'd be happy to welcome you to our More Than Money World Headquarters. Folks, thanks for spending part of your Saturday with us. We'll see you next week on More Than Money. Even though we sometimes would not get a thing.